Okay, here we go. Let's go with the message this morning. Momentum. Momentum for leadership. It's the beginning of the year. I know it's February, but it's still the beginning of the year. And we're just talking about leadership. And we want to have a good year. We want to make good decisions. How can I be a better leader and a better person to my family, to my friends, to whatever? And uh, how can God use me better? Momentum for leadership. And we took that title from Moses. Momentum. Moses. Amen. Moses, the greatest leader of all time. Obviously, I'm not counting Jesus on that one, okay? I understand that. But they had different roles, amen? Jesus, the Son of God, had a purpose. He came in. Moses had to lead a whole nation. Of course, God was with him and helped him, so Jesus gets all the credit for Moses, okay? Got that? But as far as a man on this earth, are you kidding me? Moses is the greatest leader of all time. You might not have known that, but I'm telling you right now, the greatest leader of all time, Moses. And we've been watching his life, and we've been learning. And let's just go now. Let's see what we can do. We're going to push it. Today, say it with me. As the message is called, say it with me. Moses. Come on, let's try it again. Moses. Moment. There we go. They're watching on the Internet. Come on. Here we go. Come on. Here we go. Moses. Moment. Let's look at it. It came to pass in the process of time. That the king of Egypt died. Now, where's Moses? He's in the desert. He ran because he'd killed an Egyptian. Is that right? Sure. He's in the desert. We saw it last time. Okay? We saw Moses' maturity. He's maturing in the desert. And that's where we so often will mature in life. Hard times. Difficult times. But we want to be up here. But we don't want to take what it, do what it takes to get from here to there so often. We just want this. Amen? Say. In our crazy world we live in now, people down here want to get up here by taking from here and getting you up there. That doesn't work that way, guys. Y'all listening? Yes or no? It's not how it works. You want to go from here to there? It's going to take some work. It's going to take some hurt. It's going to take some pain. No pain, no gain. didn't come from nowhere. It came from somewhere. Amen? Come on. So he's now about 40 years in the desert. Okay? We saw he, he's basically now become a helper of a, of a man that has some sheep. Married his daughter. Had some young'uns. And he's gone from the prince of Egypt to a low man on a totem pole. To a hunted man, a wanted man, who can't go back where he came from. Got it? Yes or no? Moses. But now the king of Egypt is dead. And the children of Israel sighed by reason of the bondage. And they are hurting the, the children of Israel under incredible bondage in Egypt. And they cried and their cry came unto God by reason of their bondage. And God heard their groaning. Say that with me. And God heard their groaning. I love that. And God remembered His covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It's not like God forgot. When you see stuff, don't, don't think God forgets. He doesn't. Okay? This is all according to God's time and God's plan. And God looked upon the children of Israel. And God had what? He had respect unto them. He saw their pain. He saw their bondage. Moses saw it earlier and he wanted to accomplish it his way. He's going to kill one Egyptian at a time. Was that going to work? Yes or no? He got ahead of God. God had a plan. 
So now Moses has been in the desert for about 40 years. It's funny how we go through problems sometimes, and we'll be a week long, and we're ready to jump off a bridge. Because we live in America, and we want stuff right now. That's not the way the real world lives, and the rest of the world lives. Okay? It takes time. Stay steady. Hang in there. Amen? Keep plugging. Amen? Say, he's in that desert. Didn't look good. It was hot, but that's where God took Moses to what? He'd had the greatest schooling in Egypt. But God took him to the school of hard knocks. Let's do it one more time so that we all can see together how many learn more from the school of hard knocks than going to the big university. Let me see your hand. You understand? It's true then. It's true now. Amen? So, I call it the floor life. Now, the beautiful thing about the floor, we talked about it last week. Man, when you hit the floor, at least you're as low as you're going. Amen? And it's down there on the floor that you're on your knees and you're crawling that you can breathe the fresh air of the Holy Spirit, the living God. It's there that He gets our attention so often. Of course, we want to blame Him for everything, even though most times we did it. And if we didn't do it, it was somebody else evil that did it to us, not God. Yes or no? We need to breathe in His wisdom and His air, and that's where we can listen. And we, we gave a whole message on that last week. So that's where Moses is. He's been there. We saw several things last week. Because he's in the desert, he doesn't have the cat by the tail anymore. He's not the prince of Egypt. He's not any of that. So now Moses is in the desert. Say it with me. And he is no longer what? Self-reliant. Now, I believe in initiative. You must have initiative in leadership. Okay? Be a go-getter. You need to be a go-getter. Okay? But, but a go-getter believing just in you. Are you kidding me? Do what you can, but know that you can't do it all. Amen? He is no longer self-reliant. Say it with me. Moses has been what? He's humbled now. We're talking about leadership. No longer self-reliant. He's humbled in the desert. He has learned now to depend on who? He's had to. To spare his life. He's on the run. To provide his next meal. To give him water. One of our biggest problems, I think, is we don't need God. That's what we think. We don't need Him. Till you're sick. Till a tragedy hits this country and all the politicians become real spiritual overnight. Have you seen it? Yes or no? Amen? Say. They're no different than we are. We get the same way. First day of the week, Sunday morning, you ought to get your tail out of bed and be here every Sunday morning. Put God first in your week. Start living like that. I'm not self-reliant. I'm going to humble myself. I depend on you for my breath. How many went to sleep last night? You know when you go to sleep, you don't know you're getting up. My dad died in the middle of his sleep. He never woke up. He's 60 years old. We just think we're going to go to sleep and get up, don't we? My brother-in-law, my sister's husband, 43 years old, went to bed 
Next morning, she wakes up next to a dead man. Oh, but I don't need God. That's tough talk, isn't it, this morning? I came to church, and he's making me feel bad. Good. You need it. Leadership. Every breath I take is a gift from God. Amen? Say. Beautiful. Come on. Here's the thing now. He's in the desert. It's miserable in the desert. I've been there, man. You know how long I'm there? For like just a few moments when I'm there visiting. One night, last a few years ago, 15 years ago, believe it or not, we were invited by the country of Jordan to go to the country of Jordan. We were invited by the government. Do you remember what 15 years ago was? That was right after 9-11. You remember that? And they're inviting people to their country. People from universities. And a friend of mine was leading this delegation from America to Jordan. He worked for Jordan. And he asked me to go. I love free trips. I didn't think twice about 9-11. All I thought was, is it free? And he said, oh, yeah, they'll treat you like a king. And so I went. And I was sort of the pastor for the group that went. And we got on this plane. This, I ain't got time for all this story, but I, we got on this plane. And, buddy, I'm going to tell you what. There's eight people on the plane, us. Amen? Because nobody's going there at that time in this country. Remember, yes or no? Amen? And we stayed at the nicest hotels. It was fantastic. Loved it. But one night we stayed in the Wadi Rum Desert. We're going where? The Wadi what? <laughs> oh, no, it's nice. They put us in tents. Beautiful tents, if a tent can be beautiful. I don't think tents are beautiful. I don't care how nice it is. You hear me? Persian rugs on the floor. You can make it up all you want to. All you've got to do is look. We in the desert, okay? No air conditioning. Mosquitoes seem like big as your hand, okay? You hear what I'm saying? I don't like the desert. Have you noticed or not? Yes or no? Okay. That's Moses. He's in the desert, but he ain't in some fancy tent in the Wadi Rum Desert with a Persian rug. Amen? He's struggling. The food was delicious, though, that night. It was, but anyway, let's keep going. Here we go. He's in the desert. He's content. He's content. Boy, he fell from way up here to down here. But he's content with himself and his own skin. He's got a wife. He's got youngins. He's got a job. He's just one of them. And he's content. He's got his children. He's secure. We saw that last week, didn't we? Yes or no? This is part of maturity. This is part of... If you want to be a leader and you find the things that I put on the screen you're not, then you ain't. Yes or no? You're not secure. You're not content. You're self-reliant. You're this. You're that. You ain't there. This is how a leader is made. And all of us, I believe, are leaders. People disagree with me sometimes on that. I think we're leaders in our own right. Everybody has the capacity to be a leader. Not maybe the leader of the company. I understand that. But you can be a leader where you are. And wherever that is, you can be a leader with God's help. And that's what we're seeing today. God has Moses where? Right where? Right where he what? Wants him. 
God wants us to know that He's God and we ain't. Say that with me. He's God and we ain't. If God's going to build you into a leader, He wants you to get that formula down. I'm God. Can, can you imagine when you know that God is God and you're not? But wait a minute. When you know that He's in charge and you ain't? What power is unleashed into your life? Amen? And then you know I can do all things through who? Christ who strengthens me. This is incredible. Mo's moment. We're getting there. Now Moses was keeping the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the backside of the desert. That don't sound like a good place to me. It came, and, and he came to the mountain of God, even unto Horeb. Now these mountains ain't like your mountains that we have here. You got that, yes or no? These things, these mountains are crazy looking, even like jagged glass and rock. It's rough out there. So this was a usual day in the life of Moses. We're talking about Moses' moment. Would you say that with me? We're talking about a usual day in the life of Moses. How can I have my moment with God? First of all, instead of trying to get in the spirit and run around the church and send your check to the preacher man on the TV, most likely if you're going to have your moment with God, it's going to come on a usual day. Did you get that or not? Have we learned something so far? Yes or no? My moment with God is going to come on a normal day. A day where I'm doing the right thing. Might be I'm on the backside feeding the sheep, doing what i got to do. But my moment with God will most likely come. If I could just get struck by lightning. I don't think I want to get struck by lightning. Do you say? But we say that. Or if I could just see a miracle. How about you go to work every day and do what you're supposed to do and see what God will do with your life? Amen? How about you be faithful to the wife you got? How about that? Amen. Say to the husband you have. How about raise your children and do the right thing and see if God doesn't show up sometime? Usual day. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him. On a what? On a usual day. The angel of the Lord appeared unto Moses in a flame of fire out of the midst of the bush. And Moses looked. Now Moses isn't a spiritual man, per se. I mean, he's raised the prince of Egypt and all that kind of stuff. Don't think that he's some great spiritual giant leader. God, wants, God, God will take you right where you are. He used my mama, had 11th grade education, hell-raising woman, ran around on my daddy. He saved her and she became a re really incredible Christian for God. Beautiful. Unbelievable. He'll take you right where you are on a usual day. Here's Moses, and a fire is coming out of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not what? What consumed? So, usual day. What kind of bush? A fancy bush with all kind of different stuff on it? You know what it was? The same old bush that's growing out there everywhere. Okay? So it was a common bush. Say common bush. Usual day. Common bush, we as church folk and Americans especially, we're just enamored with the excitement and it's got, you know, you, know, it, you get, a, you get a, a miracle somewhere and the church will flock there. You hear me, yes or no? That's why people are clever and they make them up. Did you hear me? They make them up so people will come and they can take your money. Did you hear me? It's the truth. Sorry. 
So, usual day, normal, nasty, little old bramble bush looking thing. God responds to Moses' response. Say that with me. God responds to Moses' response. And Moses said, I'm going to turn aside and see this great sight. I'm sure he didn't say it just like that. You know what I'm saying? I will turn aside and see this great sight. No, 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 no. Trust me, there was, there was something going on. He's pretty excited. It's craziness. But man, it's so hot there sometimes. It wouldn't surprise me if them bushes just catch on fire. I'm telling you. It's hot. So he turns aside to see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. So it's burning, but it ain't burnt up. It's a nice bush right there. just keeps burning. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the middle of that bush. And said, Moses, Moses. And he said, say it with me. Here am I. Mo's moment. Now that's what we're talking about. Usual day, normal bush. Moses responds. I will turn aside and see. And God called unto him. I just want to get that in your mind. Then Moses gives him a simple answer. A simple answer. How can I have my moment with God? Well, I wouldn't be out there looking for a burning bush. That's number one, okay? It's going to come on a usual day, normal circumstances, good or bad, I might say. I've learned more from bad experiences when I could see that God was in it than good experiences I've had when I didn't see God in it. Does that make any sense? See, God's a lot of places. He's everywhere all the time. I understand that. But there's these moments we can have when He gets our attention and we look. It's usually going to be on a usual day in a normal circumstance that most people in life go through. Amen? And God speaks to Him. God speaks to us today. When my mother was murdered... I'm not the only one in life who's ever had somebody murdered. Unfortunately, that's normal in a lot of our world today. I hate it. But it was through that experience when I was going through that grief and I got that phone call from the police. And my brother-in-law, the one, by the way, that brother-in-law that talked to me is the one that died at age 43 in his sleep. told me my mother had been shot and killed. And the Lord spoke to me. Did He speak out loud? No. Did I see angels dancing? I didn't. But He may as well have talked to me just out loud. And the the comment I've told you before, Gary, I'm with you. But very unusual. He said, all you've been preaching for years... Is true. I'm right here. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Now, is that some crazy charismatic experience? I'm not telling you that. No, I'm just telling you what happened. 
Was it out loud? No. But that still small voice, guys, we can hear it. It'll usually be on a usual day under normal things that a lot of people go through. But we've got to be able to look at it. We've got to be, he's got to have our attention. Yes or no? Y'all hearing me? Are we okay this morning? Keep looking. And the simple answer is this. When God spoke to me, I could have said, No, it's a lie. You're not here. Everything I've been preaching is a lie. How could you let that happen to my mother? After all I've done. That wasn't my response. My brother-in-law said, Are you okay? And I said, I am. I am. That certainly wasn't me. That was a moment with God. Do you hear me, yes or no? How many can relate to that? Not that particular story, but you can relate because you've had that experience in your life to where things are just, it's hard. That's the beauty of the Bible. Ah, the Bible, all its old stories. You need to read it. Put yourself in the story. Amen? Slow down. That's what we're doing today. The usual day, the common bush, and Moses' simple what? Here am I. Here am I. I'm right here. I'm right here. That's okay. That's a pretty good answer right there. Amen? Lord speaks to your heart. Yes, Lord, your servant hears. Amen. That's in the Scriptures. Amen. Come on. But this usual day, common bush, and a simple answer became a what? How could that experience in my life, one of the worst things, it was at a little farm I had over in Arcadia area. That's where I was on Thanksgiving Day when I got the call. It was a hot little house. And Thanksgiving wasn't that hot, but it's just a hot little house in the summer in the middle of an orange grove. I bought it for nearly nothing. Sold it, wish I hadn't. I wish I still had it. But the point is, is that right there, I can still think of that hot little old house in the middle of that orange grove as a sacred place on the worst day of my life. That's crazy. Only God can do that. Amen or oh me? Amen? Praise the Lord. Yeah, thank the Lord. Come on. For yourself, too. For what God's done in your life. Amen? Come on. Come on. Come on. Now, it became a sacred place because God showed up. That's the point, guys. The moment that Moses had, it became his moment in his life that was going to transform him forever because God showed up. Moses out there just doing what Moses does. He's just a normal Joe, sees a burning bush, the bush is burning. I'm going to go see why it ain't burning up. He goes like all of us would. The difference is God speaks and he listens. That's where you'll miss your moment with God. Because you're still self-reliant. You're still proud, not humble. You've got to back it up. Yes or no? Amen. Thanks, Raji's flashing lights. That means I've got a lot of stuff to do. Here we go. He said, draw not nigh hither. Say it with me. Put off thy shoes from off thy feet. Come on. For the place whereon you stand is holy ground. Amen. This is the first time the word holy is used in all of the Bible. You might want to note that. When those moments happen in your life, they are holy moments. 
That's why it gets on my nerves when I see churches and people on TV trying to replicate them, replicate them, replicate them, replicate them, replicate them. If you do this or if you say this enough, you'll get it. I'm sorry. That's not how it works. Yes or no? Say. Wouldn't that be nice if I could just gibber a lot of mess and God shows up? The real world rejects that because they go through pain and struggle. And they need the real God, the real truth. Y'all hear me? Yes or no? I know that's hard preaching. You might not agree with it, but that's fine. I think I stand on solid ground. Keep looking. Now God gives Moses his moment. His moment. Moreover, he said, I'm the God of thy father, the God of Abraham and Isaac, the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he's afraid to look upon God. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people, which are in Egypt. I've heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. And I'm come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land unto a good land and a large land, unto a land that's going to flow with milk and honey, unto the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. People, mighty nations. This is crazy talk. Now therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come unto me. I have seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, therefore, God speaking, and I will send you, 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 where? Back where you came from. What? I'll send you unto Pharaoh that you may bring forth my people, the children of Israel out of Egypt. I'm not saying you're going to want your moment. <laughs> Amen. Say, okay? I didn't want mama's murder. I didn't want to have to be in a place where I heard the voice of God. It is what it is. And you're going to receive it? And you're going to go? Or you're not? And you're going to be normal just like me? Just like anybody? And I'm certainly not trying to put myself up with Moses. I'm trying to be a go-between between Moses and you so today we can see this is us. Yes or no? Amen. I'll send you. Say that. I'll send Come on, guys. I'll send Most moment. Before, Moses ran ahead of God, killed the Egyptian. Then Moses retreated. He ran to the desert. Now Moses is doing what? Is resisting God's call. Don't think your moment is going to come like lightning without you having to do something. And most likely you're going to be just like Moses. You're going to resist. But you could really miss your moment. Moses, God. Number one. Who am I? And Moses said unto God, Who am I that I should go into Pharaoh and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? And he said, certainly, I will be with you. 
And this shall be a token unto thee that I have sent thee. When you have brought forth the people of Egypt, you shall serve God upon this mountain. So number one, when you have your moment with God and you want that moment with God, your question is probably going to be, who am I? How can I make it through this? I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm right here. All you have been preaching is true. Yes or no? All the scriptures that you guys have shared with one another, when you need it, it's there for you. It's true. You hear me? Number two, who are you, God? Who are you? I am that I am. I'm the Lord God. Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers sent me unto you. And they're going to say to me, What's his name? What am I going to say unto him? And God said unto Moses, Say it with me, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, Say it with me, I am has sent me unto you. So, number two. And God said moreover unto Moses, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Egypt, uh, Isaac, and the God of Jacob. So, who are... Thank you. Has sent me unto you. This is my name forever. This is my memorial unto all generations. So, back up the second thing one more time. So, who are you, God. That could be the situation going to be with you. As you get to know Him better, as you get on this relationship during this incredible moment that comes in life, you're going to get to know who God is. He's the God of all comfort. He's the friend that sticks closer than a brother. He's the one who can take you from wanting, you to, wanting to kill yourself when the one you love walks out on you. He can take you and make you the one that wants to live life and know that you matter and you have value. That's what God can do. Y'all hear me, yes or no? This is a great God we serve. I am that I am. That's what you say. Number three, who will believe me? I'll give you power. And Moses answered and said, But behold, they will not believe me. Who am I? I'm long forgotten. I'm the guy that ran. They ain't going to believe me. They ain't going to hearken unto my voice. And what he's doing, he's being absolutely normal. He's exactly right. They're going to say, The Lord didn't appear unto you because there's so many liars out there. Guys, you've got to come up with another line than God told me. Okay? You better be that leader and live it, live it, live it, live it, live it. And then they just might believe it. They ain't going to believe me. And the Lord said unto him, what is that in your hand? Get to know the Lord. What's that in your hand? He said, a rod. Cast it on the ground. He cast it on the ground. It became a snake. Boy, I don't like snakes. And Moses fled from the snake. Moses and I are very similar. 
And the Lord said unto Moses, Put forth your hand and take it by the tail. That would have been harder for me than going to Egypt. And he put forth his hand, he caught it, and it became a rod again in his hand. That they may believe that the Lord God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, hath appeared unto you. And the Lord said, Furthermore, put your hand into your bosom. Put his hand in. When he took it out, it was full of leprosy. His skin was his hand, just rotting off of his flesh, rotting off of his arm. Rotting flesh. Look good. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Would you do that? Yes or not? How? Huh? What happened? He said, put it back. I'd be quick on that one. <laughs> he put his hand back into his bosom, plucked it out. Behold, pretty skin as you always had. Amen? Crazy. It shall come to pass, if they'll not believe thee, neither hearken to the voice of the first sign, that they will believe the voice of the later sign. It shall come to pass, if they'll not believe also these two signs, Neither hearken to your voice, because God knew what was going to happen. And keep in mind, God's probably not called you to lead all the Israelites out of Egypt. So don't be looking for snakes. Don't be trying to do the skin thing. The miracle that you're going to show people is that through pain, there's a smile on my face. Through pain, I didn't turn my back and quit. Through pain, I can give testimony to the grace and presence of Almighty God and how good He is. These are big miracles. Quite frankly, I'd rather have that than a rod snake thing. Even though you can make a lot of money with that rod snake thing. You know what I'm saying? It'll come to pass. If they won't believe you on these other two things, won't hearken unto your voice, you shall take the water of the river. You pour it on dry land. And that water which you take out of that river, it's going to become blood. Wow. Y'all right or not? This is so good you could make a movie of it. It's pretty good stuff right here, ain't it? Come on, man. <laughs> here we go. Moses, I can't do it, God. Normal day, normal circumstance, simple answer. Here am I. Normal responses. He's not trying to be super spiritual. I think we miss our moment with God because we're plastic and we're phony and we're fake. Won't you be normal? Why don't you? God knows your heart before you even. See. You, you, we try to impress Him with D and bow and this and that. He knows your doubts. He knows your struggles. Talk to Him about it. I can't do it, God. I'll teach you. So many of us don't learn because we, see, we're good already. We know it. No, you just miss your moment. Moses said unto the Lord, Oh, my Lord, I'm not eloquent. Which is really funny because the Bible says over in uh, uh, Hebrews, I think it is, or no, Acts, excuse me, it says that he was very eloquent with words. In Egypt, he was trained. Beautiful. He'd gotten to that desert and just started talking just as dumb as the folks that was around him. Good. Some of us need to come off our high horse and lose some of that. 
Amen? God's not impressed. I'm not eloquent, neither heretofore nor since. Thou hast spoken unto your servant, but I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. And I'll tell you, hard times like that will tend to slow you down. It'll, send to, it'll tend to take the pride away. And the Lord said unto him, Who made your mouth? Who made man's mouth? Who makes the dumb, the deaf, the seeing, the blind? Did I not the Lord make all that? Don't tell me what you can't do. Now therefore go and I'll be with your mouth and I'll teach you what you're going to say. How about that? Our problem is we think we know how to say it already. Amen. Yes or no? How many? Show of hands. I'm going to be a little late. You'll be fine. Listen. How many show of hands you try to do it your way because you know how to do it and it just screwed it up? Can I see your hand? There's as many hands that went up as the first time. Amen? Two hands. Moses! Let somebody else do it! We always want Superman to sweep in and save the day. There's coming a time in your life where nobody's going to swoop in. There's nobody that can save you from the pain and the struggle you're going to face. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to go through it. Amen? Let somebody else do it. I know you know what I'm talking about. Because you've lived your life. He said, Oh, my Lord, send, I pray thee, by the hand of him whom you'll send. It's funny how he says that. Send who you want to send, but just not me. Okay? And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses. And God gets angry at us, guys, when we think we don't matter, when we think we can't make it, we put our confidence in our wife or our husband, and when they're no longer there, we fall apart. Especially when they walk away from us and we think we don't matter. That's crazy. God says, I'm angry with you. You matter to me. Look at me. Where did I go? Why you been looking this way and not looking this way? That got you in trouble in Egypt, Jack. Look up to me. God gets angry when He wants to have that moment with us. He wants to touch us. He wants to help us. He wants to make us the leader. And God's mad at him. He loves him. You ever been mad at somebody you love? He said, is not Aaron the Levite your brother? I know he can speak well. And also, behold, guess what? He's coming forth to meet you. And when he sees you, he's going to be glad in his heart. God's reuniting family and crazy things are happening here. You ever thought about in your moment, God can put pieces of a puzzle back together because of your pain and your struggle? Things that you never believed could come out of pain and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, how did that happen? Did I lose you or not? God's a great God. And we know, say it with me, and we know that all things work together for good to them who love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. He's coming to meet you, and you shall speak unto Him and put words in His mouth. I know it's noon almost, not quite. Hello, hello. 
And I'll be with your mouth. I'll be with his mouth. I'll teach you what you shall do. And he shall be thy spokesman unto the people. He shall be even, he shall be to thee instead of a mouth. How about that, Mr. Excuse Maker? I can't do it. How about if I give you another mouth? Your brother. And thou shalt be to him instead of what? He'll be your mouth, but you're going to be his spiritual strength and leader. I'm going to make you a leader. Moses says yes to God. Moses says yes. It's okay. It's okay. I'm a patient man. That's a lie. You can usually count on me to tell the truth on stage, okay? I don't want to get struck by lightning on this stage. Here we go. And Moses went and returned to Jethro, his father-in-law. So did Moses' moment come on a normal day, usual day? Yes. Normal situation? Yes. Simple answer. Here am I. Did Moses not want to do it? Did he think he was inadequate? Did he think he couldn't make it? Yes, he thought all those things. But see, God worked with him. God worked with him. God wants to work with you in your moment. Who, me? I don't mean to be hard on you, but how many would say, I just, I just, don't, I just don't feel worthy that God would want to work with me. Can you, can you, anybody in the building like that? There's nothing wrong with saying that. I just don't feel worthy that he would work with me. You're just like Moses. Just like Moses. Greatest leader of all time. Wow, how much potential do you have? Amen? And more of us would have raised our hand, but we just felt bad. God wants to work with you. He wants to get you to the place where you'll say yes to Him. Usually comes through pain, hard times, and struggles. That's what I've found. As also, I found that thing seemingly in the Scriptures. Moses went. He returned to Jethro, his father-in-law. He said unto him, Let me go, I pray thee. So here he's being honorable, amen? So many of us, well, I heard a word from the Lord. We just think that we just have to just turn tail and don't do the right thing by our employers and people like that. That's horrible. He goes back home, talks to him. I want to go to my brethren, which are in Egypt. I want to see how they're, they're doing, if they're yet alive. I don't think he told him all of his experience because Jethro wouldn't have believed it. I just want to go check on them, you know, go see if they're still alive. And Jethro said, absolutely, Moses, go in peace. Amen? And the Lord said unto Moses in Midian, Go, return into Egypt, for all the men are dead which sought to kill you. Well, isn't that nice? Amen? Say. God's timing. We try to get ahead of God. Moses did that. He tried. It didn't work. Forty years later, he's right where he needs to be. Amen? Don't think that you're past the age of serving the Lord. Don't pe pe think you're past the age of having a moment with God, that very moment in your life. Man, he can use you right now. He did Moses. Yes or no? Sure he did. Moses took his wife and his sons. He set them upon an ass, a donkey. He returned to the land of Egypt. And Moses took the rod of God in his hand. Amen? Roger, please tell me I'm almost done. Don't shake your head like that. Most likely your moment with God will come on a usual day will occur with something that is common and ordinary in, in life. And this is what you need. 
This is what you need. This is what you need to get your moment with God. To hear from the Lord. The Lord didn't tell me that day when Mama was murdered something kooky or contrary to the Bible. He revived and brought to my memory Scripture. All you've been preaching is true. The Word you've been telling people is true. I'm right here with you. Is that in the Bible? I'm not going to leave you. Is that in the Bible? All things work together for good. I can do this. Is that in the Bible? But it's funny. So many people get a word from the Lord. doesn't even sound remote like the Bible. What you've been smoking. God doesn't speak out of both sides of His mouth. Yes or no? Just keep that in mind. The Bible... The Word of the Lord. Everybody has one, guys. Everybody has one. They lay on coffee tables. You want your moment with God? Give Him something to work with. Most see it every day. Look at it, man. Look at the Word of God. The Word of the Lord. I want a moment with God. I just want to get there fast. No, you don't. You don't know what you're wishing for. You better get this Word into you. Because you're going to have the moment. But you're not going to make it. You're not going to be stronger for it. You're going to quit. Many listening today, you might shoot yourself. You might make stupid decisions. How can I not do that? There it is. The Word's a lamp unto my feet. It's a light unto my path. For the commandment is a lamp, the law is a light, the reproofs and instruction are the way of life. We also have a sure word of prophecy. We'll do well if we take heed. It's a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star rises in my heart. The word of God is quick, it's powerful, it's sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit of the joints and marrow. It's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of your heart, Clark. The words of the Lord are pure words. Silver tried in a furnace of the earth, purified seven times. I will not make mention of him nor speak any more in his name, but his word was in my heart as a burning fire shut up inside of my bones. I was weary with forbearing and I could not stay. Boy, if that word's in you, when that moment happens, there'll be something there for him to communicate with you. Are you listening? And they said one to another, Did our heart not burn within us while He talked with us as we walked by the way and while He opened up to us the what? Talking about the risen Christ. Do you want your moment with God? Yes or no? Do you want your moment with God? Yes or no? Stop. Turn aside and see. Listen. Say, Here am I. Know that moment and what you're going through, whatever it will be, is holy. Say yes to God. Can we say those real quick? Here we go. Stop. Turn aside and see. Listen. Say, here am I. Know this is holy. Say yes to God. How shall we escape if we neglect so great of salvation? which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard Him. 
Don't miss your moment with God, guys. Don't miss your moment with God. Am I done, Raj? Look at that. Praise the Lord. We made it at 12.01. It's 12.01 now. It is 12.01. Amen.